Life is full of questions. It's full of twists and turns and complex issues to try to figure out. The last thing you need when planning your financial future is to have the same kind of confusion and complications. You don't need more questions, you need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, your local investor coach in Jackson and the surrounding areas. Each week, you'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make. We'll also educate you about the financial world and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So, let's get to the show. It's time for The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Well, you're back here with us once again this week on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, registered investment advisor, chartered retirement planning counselor, as well as a local smart investor pro with Dave Ramsey and the founder at O'Brien & Associates. My buddy and yours, he's your local investor coach. Nathan, welcome in, my friend. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing really good and excited for the show today, but uh, just wanted to tell everybody, keep Mark's wife in your prayers. Aww, thank uh, you, sir. She's had some she's had some health issues lately and she's recovering now, but Finally. definitely man, we're we're thinking about you. I know you've been through a lot over the past I'm telling twelve you days so yeah, far. Yeah, yeah twelve days a, in the hospital is new yeah. fun whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't I didn't know that food could be that awful, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, man. <laughs> That's uh, true. We're We've been thinking about you, it. so yeah. I appreciate yeah, we'll, it. We'll, well, we're going to turn our attention to, to get my mind off of it, as well as other folks That's out there right. who maybe have That's some right. questions or concerns or things that they're con, you know interested in when it comes to the world of finance and investing. And uh, I want to talk, I'm going to go a little bit off script today with Nathan. I'm going to test your uh, abilities to hop around, because I, <laughs> I saw a couple things I wanted to ask you about. So yeah, cool. okay. uh, we're going to jump off of our initiative. So what we do, folks, is I kind of give him a guideline of what we're going to talk about, just you know, so I'm not totally blindsided him. So I give him a kind of a rough outline of the things I want to discuss today, but I'm going to change that just a little bit here for a second. But before we get into that, let me give you his phone number. It's 855-51-COACH. That's your number to call if you've got some questions or concerns. You want to get yourself on the calendar to come in for a portfolio MRI evaluation of your own plan and, and kind of get uh, some uh, second opinion on that, if you will. 855-51-COACH is your number to call to get started. That initial consultation is complimentary here, so give him a jingle. 855-51-COACH. All right, Nathan, so a couple things I wanted to ask you about. My in-the-news topic this week was kind of about uh, J.P. Morgan, but before we get to that one real fast, I want to ask you something I just saw. I haven't had a chance to read it a lot, to your point, because my wife's been in the hospital, but looks like they're working on some sort of pretty massive trade deal with China. Yeah. Um, And if you don't know if you saw that or not, but it would basically eliminate our debt to them by 2024. (laughs) <laughs> Did you see that? Deal. It's a pretty, yeah, it, it's so a pretty it's like good deal. It's a trillion dollar deal. Um, I just want, I was curious. Did you see this at all? It's just been within the last day or two this yeah, week. Yeah, I have. I have seen some about it. I haven't read much about it, so I really don't know a lot about you know what's going on with it and everything, right. um, and what the what the details are. And I don't even know that they've published a lot of details. I don't yet, think they have, but I think China's actually leading the conversation, saying, "Hey, we're willing to you know make things work. That's easier with for the them. U.S." Yeah, you know, and they yeah. want to be good relation business partners with it's them. It's got to be, you know. Yeah. It's got to be. We're the we're the largest purchaser of well, they're the biggest manufacturer, basically. right? They, they make are. everything, and we right. buy everything. That's yeah, exactly so. right. So it's a it's a good deal if we can get it all worked out. That it'll, it'll be good if we can just get to free trade, which I think has been ultimately Trump's goal is just free trade across the world right. with everything. If we can get to that, that will be amazing for markets and I think for economies. But um, it just 
you know, it's not working out like that. It doesn't seem like there has to be some of these negotiations like he's having. And if we can get our debt wiped away, a trillion dollars wiped away like right. that, that's fantastic. Yeah, so, I mean, um, still, granted, <laughs> we know it's still 22, but hey, <laughs> a trillion is still a trillion. Still, yeah, it might right. sound like peanuts, but it's really not. And I think, that's, you know, that's some interest that is taken away there. But so. in a five year window, that's the part that caught my attention. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, yeah, that's so that, fast. in five years, that's, that's fast. fast. And then having that, kind of relationship so i was going to ask you uh the market you know i know you're not big on market predictions and the but they're they kind of saying well that kind of maybe help will maybe help add to the outlook for the 2019 <laughs> good news is good news man right, That's right. exactly yeah. so yeah so it's going to cause some some positives if it's good like that i think it'll cause a lot of pos- positives but you know when when the market uh, figures this out and when the kind of the the deals get worked out, maybe not published and everything out there, but when kind of the market figures out that this is going to happen, it'll actually go ahead and price that in. So, okay. Okay. Um, you know, even before the bottom line is signed on the deal, uh, potentially it'll price right. It, some it's going to react in. So, ahead of time. Yeah, anyway. that's right. right. That's yeah. way. That's the way it works. So, you know, we don't know how this is going to work out for sure, but it sounds good and it looks positive for both economies because you know U.S. and and China because we can. Get, you know the great things great things for each other yeah, and provide exactly. a tremendous benefit to each well, other. Well, regardless of your political stance, I think you know promoting anything that's going to help you know the trade work and, and the uh, the economy strengthen up. I think anybody's going to be on board for that. So, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Uh, so let me just ask you this other quick piece, real fast, and then we'll okay. get into some other things. So, yeah. uh, uh, Mr. Diamond, I guess that's maybe how you say him, Damone. I'm not sure. He's the CEO of J.P. Morgan, Jamie yeah. Damone, Diamond, something like that. Anyway, yeah. he recently said that the next major recession he feels is based on student loan debt. Uh, it's currently, speaking of a trillion, it's currently at a $1.5 trillion, <laughs> second only to mortgage debt. Yeah. Um, do, do you kind of, when you're working with clients, do you advise them on thinking about college funding to make sure that you know they're avoiding that potential debt in the future? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, this it's not a part of every conversation because mm-hmm. every family's different. But yeah, sure. a lot of times grandparents want to help out grandchildren or, you know, something like that to be able to pay some of their college tuition and uh, or a lot of their college tuition, maybe even sometimes all of it, but it right. just depends on their their situation. I would say that it's it's a bad situation the debt that we have, the student loan debt that's out there. Oh, no, I it's don't rough. know that it's going to cause the ne- the next recession like he's predicting there. But, um, you know, it is an issue. And I think people are starting to understand and see more and more that you don't have to go to an Ivy League school. You don't even have to go to, you know, a private local college or something like that. You can go yeah. to a state community college or, you know, well, and you can split it. A lot of people yeah, have moved to that. My, my own daughter did that. She went to awesome. uh, yeah. the community college. Actually, she did it as part of her high school program. She actually graduated high school with her high school diploma and a two years associate's degree. Oh, that's great. Uh, and more and more schools are doing that. So then yeah. she went to a full four year university, but only actually had to go for two. Uh, awesome. So then she got her psychology degree uh, that way. So instead of paying for four years, it's a lot of less college, expensive. It's a yeah. lot of rights cut in half. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so. It is. And Tennessee's basically done that. We don't really do it through high schools for the most part. We mm-hmm. do some across the state, but um, Tennessee pays for your first two years through the lottery system. Right. So different, you can go yeah. to yeah. different states do different things. Yeah. So it's uh, it's a good program. It, it seems to have really helped a lot, and, and it reduces that debt tremendously. Cuts it in half, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think. It's just smart to pay attention to this because, to some options. 
yes to some other options that are out there because you don't have to, as a parent, you don't have to pay for your child's college. It's not a necessity. Your child can take a loan for that and do those things, but also you they don't have to go, you know, to some awesome you know, fantastic school that's 80 grand a year. It's just not required these days. Most people, most job interviewees or interviewers will tell you that that's not what they're looking for. You know, yeah, it's they a combination know. of skill sets, it is. right? Yeah. That's right. Not necessarily the prestige. That's right. That's yeah. right. So, um, you know, it's just a, you can get yourself in a bad situation. So you have to be careful. And that's typically where we're, uh, you know, giving guidance is I just making okay. sure that's something that, it fits and, into the plan and, and properly saving, up. I would assume, too, right? That's properly true. setting stuff aside because you never want to sacrifice as much as we love our kids or <laughs> helping our grandkids. You cannot sacrifice your own retirement. Your own retirement, yes. Yeah, because if you, you can't do, get a loan for your retirement. Exactly. I, I was going to say, I don't think I've seen a commercial yet for that, you know, where it's been like, <laughs> we'll loan you such and such amount of money for your retirement. Maybe <laughs> that's, that's a business model we should look at, Nathan. I don't oh, know. No, that's not a, that's <laughs> not a good not, business let's model. Let's not do that. I know, I was kidding. <laughs> so, you, but, and then another thing to think about, too, folks, is you don't want that coming back around full circle right That's so right. if you sacrifice your retirement to help your kids with their college funding then maybe something happens to you or if things happen as you're aging and now you can't afford your own retirement guess who you're leaning on those That's same right. kids so yeah. now it's just a circle that you know a cyclical effect that you've created so be very careful with that so that's kind of a couple of our topics I wanted to kick off the show with because they've been in the news here lately and I wanted to discuss those we're going to come back in just a minute and talk about a few more things on the other side but before we do that real fast I want to do our financial dictionary term of the week so we'll play that little sound bumper because i think it's fun all right there was that so here our financial dictionary (laughs) term is a fiduciary which you are so tell us about it yeah so a fiduciary is simple when you work with an advisor you want to have someone who works in your best interest right you don't want someone who's just trying to sell you a product or or maybe that doesn't even work for you and so a fiduciary does what's in your best interest just to put it plain and simple they have to by law they are audited on that our firm is audited on that every registered investment advisor is audited on that so that's the difference your advisor doesn't necessarily have to be a fiduciary for you right ask if they are ask them Get it in writing. They should put that in writing for you and tell you if they will be a fiduciary for you. It makes sense to work with one that's like right. that, but not all of them, not all of them are. So well, they don't have to be, but I think it's a good idea. That's right. Right. That's right. That's right. That's like saying, you know, back in the day before seatbelts were a law, it was like you don't have to wear them, but yeah. it's all it's a pretty darn your, good idea. Your parents' arms reaching across you are not going to work. Was not. The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that exactly. was my seatbelt until I was about ten. I, I'm with you. Any of us that were raised in the '60s. 70s and even 80s that was definitely the case <laughs> yep. so that's our that's, that's our financial dictionary this week uh, folks that term is fiduciary and nathan o'brien is one at o'brien and associates if you got some questions or concerns you need some help with your own retirement journey he is the fella to give a call right here in the hub city so get yourself on the calendar come in and have a conversation with him all around good fella to chat with and you'll certainly walk away with some more information than you came in with if you feel like you want to move forward great if not no worries whatsoever but give him a call get a, give yourself a uh, a chance to have that conversation 855-51-COACH that's 855-51-COACH and there's more to come here on the other side Hey everybody, Mark Killian here, the host of The Financial Answer, reminding you not to forget, reach out for your Retirement Rescue Toolkit from Nathan O'Brien by texting the word RETIRE to 555-888. That's the word RETIRE to 555-888 on your smartphone. 
Don't forget, for your complimentary retirement rescue toolkit, text RETIRE to 555-888 or call 855-51-COACH. Stay tuned. There is more coming up on The Financial Answer. Hi, I'm a cleverly devised personification of Wall Street. I'm one wild roller coaster ride away from wreaking havoc on your investments. And I love to mess with your emotions. If you're not properly diversified, you can bet I'll keep you up all night thinking about me. If you want to keep me off your mind, you really need a trusted advisor who'll look after your best interests. You also need a custom-designed financial plan that'll protect you from market volatility. Otherwise, when I take a plunge, I'll send you scrambling through your filing cabinet, hoping you were well prepared. Don't wait for turmoil to hit. Get started with your complimentary review at O'Brien and Associates at 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH. No cost or obligation to get started today. Call now, 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH. Sure, you could eat hamburgers and hot dogs every day. But is that really what's best for you? What about your financial health? Is it really best to work with an advisor that can only offer you one or two products? Of course not. So keep listening to The Financial Answer to hear what it's like to work with an advisor who puts your financial health above all else. Well, you're back here with us on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien of O'Brien & Associates, 855-51-COACH, your number to call, 855-51-COACH, to get yourself on the calendar to come in and have a conversation about your own retirement journey. Also, if you'd like to pick up a copy of the Investor Awareness Guide, Nathan will make that available to you as well by calling that number, 855-51-COACH. That's a great resource that you can use. It's got some good questions and things to answer. It's kind of a good starting point for you to get things rolling. You can get that complimentary via PDF email if you'd like, or or a hard copy. Either way, just give them a call and request that. 855-51-COACH. It's 855-51-COACH. So Nathan, uh, real fast before we get into our topic, I'm going to talk about bouncing back from maybe some bad investment choices. Yeah, um, That's okay. going to be our topic here for this section of the it's show. Been a lot of those, mate. Been a lot of those. <laughs> and obviously recently with the big downturn over the holidays, you know, the big yeah. uh, pullback and it's kind of come back up. It's kind of been, I guess it's not been as volatile, but um since I've been a little out of the loop, as you pointed out earlier, because I've been hanging out in the hospital with my wife. Um, first of all, I want to say times, Tennessee, right. <laughs> Tennessee basketball, man. They're oh, uh, number one. I know. It's uh, fantastic. Earlier this week, I saw the rankings. They were number one over yeah. Duke. And uh, I thought Duke was just going to – they are running away with a lot of things. But yeah. Those, yeah. uh, those three guys playing for Duke are pretty impressive. But Tennessee getting it done. I so, know. Yeah. I know. I'm excited. I mean, it's it's been, yeah. It's been, been a, a while for Tennessee men's basketball, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, women's basketball has. used to be like right there all the time because they you were, know, yeah. with Pat yeah. Summit and everything. That's but, right. uh, yeah, so doing very good. So they, I'm excited. Yeah. They've bounced back nicely. That's a segue. That's, that's, what that's we, true. <laughs> <laughs> we call yeah. that a segue here in the radio. <laughs> so let me ask you. So obviously, okay, the holidays, we had some crazy, obviously huge market volatility in 2018 finish out the year for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's just assume that people have some concerns because people feel like, well, maybe I made an investment mistake. Mm -hmm. And not just from this past holiday, but just in general, folks. If if you feel as though you've ever made an investment mistake at some point, well, (laughs) you're not alone. 
If we, you invest and you're alive, then you feel like you, you've made yeah, an investing And mistake. you have made a mistake. And if you haven't, you <laughs> probably right. are a Warren Buffett. But <laughs> either way. So, uh, so let's just address some few things to kind of think about if you feel like you have to, quote unquote, bounce back. So determining the cause. I think that's a great place. To, okay, is. Is, there, yeah. is there a way for us, Nathan, to kind of step back and go, well, how did I get to this point to begin with? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, why did you get there? You know, what, what happened? What were the choices that you made? Did you not have enough you know, information? Right. Did you not learn enough about the investment? That's, that's usually the case for everybody. Right. They just kind of let somebody tell them and lead them into that investment, and they followed what they said. They didn't really look at anything. They didn't do any research themselves. Right. So um, that led to them, you know, purchasing that bad thing. And then the next thing is just basically our gut. You know, our gut feelings are and our emotions <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are the worst thing in the world when it comes to this. Yeah. And so we think that we should do this and our emotions lead us to doing this one thing. And so we sell at the worst time or we buy at the worst yeah. time. And so well, this is just I like that you used to say, uh, and you haven't said it for a while, but you on the show here, but you would say, look, if you if you've come across an investment and you really think it's like something good, uh, take the time to do the homework yeah. and then take the time to ponder it. Because if it's a good idea today, it should still be a good idea a week from now. That's right. Or six months from now. Yeah. Nothing has to be done immediately with investing. And that's the problem that a lot of people get kind of rushed into buying this mutual fund or buying this annuity or buying this CD. And so they just end up having a mistake happen because of the rush and because they don't do enough research. Well, would the counterpoint be, yeah, but Nathan, if I wait six months, that hot deal is gone. <laughs> Right. So <laughs> great. And, and I think you're talking <laughs> yeah, about great. more stock picking. This is right? long term. Yes. Right. Long term investing. You cannot do this for the short term. And that's the thing. There's always going to be something hot. And, you know, it, Bitcoin. <coughs> Bitcoin. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. So, you know, people were thinking that Bitcoin was an awesome deal at twenty thousand dollars, you know, for for a Bitcoin. And, you know, I don't even know what it's at now. Three, three thousand, yeah, something like yeah. that. You know, so it wasn't an awesome deal. But everybody was talking about being so hot. If you would just waited six months yeah it would have you would have I mean, seen that it i mean i guess it might have been deal. hot if you'd have jumped in at three thousand and jumped out at 20 but what were the yeah. odds of that right? yeah you you wouldn't have jumped out at 20 right. you know it, the, our greed keeps us in there exactly. and keeps us from from exactly. selling out at 20 that's just not what happens you know well, when it yes, gets to 25 hines, i'll jump out Nathan. <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's right and then it falls to 10 and you're like oh i gotta yeah, wait for it I to gotta, come back up yeah. and now it's at three so you know it's it's our emotions that lead us down the wrong path always always investing we think we make rational decisions and it is just not yeah we just do not do that as humans and there's a ton of research that shows that and so we've got to take that out of the equation as much as possible and that's why you need a financial advisor because they can help you with that as long as they understand that too so make sure your advisor understands the behavioral aspects of investing and as luck was have it you're listening to one so if you got some questions <laughs> or true. concerns uh, give a jingle 855-51-COACH we're talking about bouncing back so determine the cause of maybe what that bad investment mistake was uh, you may never get it you know pinpoint it right on the head but try to make sure that you have a good understanding of why you got kind of into that mistake in the first place so that you hopefully obviously learn from those mistakes and avoid those in the future so maybe another place Nathan to consider bouncing back is should we look to increasing maybe our savings rate if that's possible? If we feel like we've uh, put ourselves in the eight behind the eight ball a little bit, maybe we've yeah, yeah. we've thrown off our target date somewhat because we lost some money. Should we maybe start to, if we can, 
increase our savings. Yeah, I think that's a fantastic idea. And a lot of times as you get closer to retirement, you know, you have a lot of money that's freed up. You've, the kids are out of the house. There's not a lot of college bills, things like that right. that are happening. So hopefully, <laughs> um, yeah, hopefully that's right. So you can, you can throw that extra, whatever, 500 bucks a month or a thousand dollars a month toward that and toward your retirement planning. But you know, it, it's, it's all dependent on your situation and what you're trying to accomplish. So, you know, Mark has said this before and always, but I'm not giving you advice. You know, uh, this is this is just you know, helpful hints and yeah. things like that. So speak with your advisor, your tax attorney uh, or your tax accountant and your attorney. All those things need yeah. to be uh, considered before you increase your savings rates and the way you need to do things. All of that is crucial. So. No, absolutely. We're definitely not giving uh, specific <laughs> advice here on the radio. We've said that a million times before uh, because everybody's situation is different. So we're talking in generalities. And then if you go, yeah, you know what? I think I need to discuss this or that or the other. Well, then you have that conversation with your own advisor. Or if you don't have one, Nathan's happy to have that conversation with you. You know, it's really funny. Um, you mentioned my wife being in the hospital. And so yesterday was the first time I'd had a chance in the last 12 days uh, to go get my haircut. I needed, she's like, she's like, just, she's like, I'm okay yeah. for a little bit. Just get out of the, you know, get out of here, go get some fresh air for an hour. Yeah. And I was like, all right, you know what? I'm getting my haircut because I needed to get it cut long before this happened. And now I'm just like the shaggy dog. So I was like, all right. Go. And when I was sitting there listening, uh, you know how they always have a radio on, I was listening and there was uh, like an advice show on. And there was a lady on there giving uh, well, being advice uh, it's like a well-being advice show or something they're talking about yeah. uh better health tips or whatever and she was very adamant to say numerous times look talk to your doctor because i, I cannot be specific <laughs> because i don't know what you, you know i, I don't, don't know, know each you. person right. right so i can only talk in things that you know going to hopefully give you useful insights and i was like hey she's stealing my line <laughs> but it's a very good point because when we're on That's the right. radio sometimes p- people tend to either completely dismiss us or think that we're preaching necessarily uh the exact Direct. Thing you should to do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you always want to make sure that you're having a, a, a conversation with a qualified professional uh, about your situation before you take any action. So, if you do need some help with whatever that might be in your retirement journey, Nathan is here to help. Whether it's social security questions or investing advice or things of that nature, he can certainly talk to you. But in order to get more specific, you got to come in and have that conversation one on one. Eight five five fifty one coach. That's how you make it happen. Eight five five fifty one coach. You know, Mark. Here, yes, go ahead. Coming back to the savings rate. Just for a second, sure, you yeah. know, it's so it's so against our emotions to just increase the savings rate since we were Which talking about so emotions dumb, earlier. Right? It is, I know. We just we I think mean, well, I can do it. so much with that extra five hundred or thousand yeah. dollars a month, you yeah. know. But I think what ultimately helps is if you sit down and set your goals, you know, and make sure that you're doing the right thing and what you're trying to accomplish. No, so, I, I agree. Um, I mean, we all do. Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, that new TV looks great. <laughs> I, I could do that new That's TV. Exactly right. You think, well, because TV's in a, in a way now, right? They don't. They're not like a big purchase anymore. It's like not, they used no, to be, right? It's not. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, yeah, they're still occasionally like the brand new 8K OLED or something, and they want five thousand dollars. It's eighty nine like, inches wide. Yeah, like, why it? do you need like? But like, if you're sitting there looking and saying, "Oh, my fifty five is getting kind of hen. I want to get yeah, a three or four hundred bucks." <laughs> yeah, so it's not <laughs> as big right. an investment. So, but that's right. That adds up. It's like the the coffee ter- mm-hmm. the coffee analogy. Have you ever seen that where they're talking yeah. about retirement planning with uh, people that are obsessed with getting like a, let's say a Starbucks coffee every day? Maybe they yeah. get two or yeah. three a day yeah. at $5 a pop. It makes like, a big difference. Do the math. It's like, so five, 10, $15 a day <laughs> times 365 days times 10 years, right? That's right. <laughs> and it winds up being a, a big chunk of money. It does. And it's not saying, you know, don't live, don't, don't not live and enjoy the things you like, but maybe look at that and say, well, do I really need three a day every day, 365 right. days the, a year? The key I think is just 
thinking about your purchase. Yeah. Not saying, you know, not making a judgment, okay, about is it right or wrong, but just saying, you know, if you go out to buy that coffee, just say to yourself, you know, that's interesting that I would buy three of these every day. Right. Okay. Right. That's all you have to do. It doesn't have to be, oh, man, that's a bad idea or that's a good idea. It's just... Why do you do that? Just think about that. Why do you p- make the purchases that you have and, and do those Because I'm a coffee junkie, Nathan. <laughs> that's right. That's, right. that's what, what everybody is right. telling me that, that you know goes to Starbucks three times a day. Well, would that qualify then under my uh, list of things to do for bouncing back is maybe recalibrating your goals? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, that's a huge part of it and just making sure that – that what you are working for is something that both you and your spouse agree on and that you are, you know, on track to accomplish. Yeah. Okay. And that's really what it comes down to. Is Maybe some minor lifestyle changes. Yeah, it can Nothing be that. Major. It can it can be major. You know, it just True. depends okay. on what you're trying to accomplish. I mean, a lot of times one of the things that people end up really getting to ultimately is downsizing. You know, they've got always this, a hot topic. Yeah. This ginormous house that they've had and, you know, needed with all the kids and everything. And, you know, now since it's just, bo- you know, the two of you, right. then you don't need that maybe that much space. You don't need all of those things. So you downsize the house and that's a big life change. It can even be a huge lifestyle change because a lot of times what I'm seeing is people are moving to condos or moving downtown where, you know, they're walking everywhere. Lots of lots of things locally, not, you know, not much of a need for right. transportation like they used to have or, or their own personal transportation cars and things like that. So, um, yes, absolutely. Make sure you recalibrate your goals uh, and especially as you're trying to adjust things over time, make sure yeah. that they're still on track for what you want to accomplish. No, I, I agree with you completely. You know, whether it's something as major as pushing back your retirement date, a few extra months, maybe a half a year <laughs> uh, to something as minor as saying, well, you know what, let's go ahead and skip that second vacation this year. You know, I mean, that might sound major to some no, people, but it could be in the grand scheme, not the biggest, you know, the biggest that's drawback. Right, that's world, right. So. It's usually not in that case. And you know, it all comes down to, you got to have, have a plan. Yeah, you know, exactly. That's the only way you can do this. Well, then, you, then you'll know what you need to do in order to bounce back, that's right? That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Make sure you sit down and, and adjust your plan yearly. It's not something that you can, you know, it's just like your will. You can't just set it and forget about it. You have to you have to adjust your financial plan all the time, more often than your will, a lot more often. So, yeah. um, you know, and you can't even forget about the will. So once a year, have a review on your retirement plan. Make sure that you're doing the right things for that and you're staying on track for those goals yeah you may have a son-in-law you want to drop off of that will um you know so <laughs> no offense that's to right, son-in-laws yeah. maybe daughter-in-law i don't know just that's have right. be a little silly here but no it's always a good idea to recalibrate take a look especially if this is what our topic was if you were uh feel as though you had gotten behind from a bad investment and you were trying to bounce back or get back to a certain place well recalibrate those goals make sure that you maybe you may find that you know when you recalibrate and then talk with an advisor and find out about having that plan in place you may find that you're not as bad off as you thought you were. So right. it may take very little adjustment. You know, the market loss that we had this last quarter, you know, 10 to 15%, those are those are normal. It okay? is normal. Those are no average. Them, but it's they normal. happen all the time. So that should have been built into your plan. You know, that's a Great possibility. Point. We don't know when that's going to happen, but we can, as an advisor, tell you that it's going to happen at some point in the future. And yeah. I'm going to tell you now, it's going to happen again. I wish I knew exactly when it would happen because I'd make all of my clients trillionaires because we would... <laughs> short the market during that time, but I don't, I don't know when those are going to happen. So, so you've got to plan for that to happen and understand the volatility you have. So if you lost more than, you know, 
15% or whatever this last year, then that's a reason to maybe question. Okay. Especially if you're within five or 10 years of retirement, Great then point. that's the time that you need to have that serious conversation with your advisor and say, why do I have so much risk? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I'm too close to retirement for that. Why do I have so much risk? If you lost more than expected, then that's that's the good place to start yeah. and see if you're working with a fiduciary. <laughs> I think that's a great point. That's a great place to take a break too. So look, if you do have those questions, if you uh, did lose more than that, or you do feel as though that you're not quite where you need to be, give Nathan a call, come in and have a conversation with him. 855-51-COACH, your number to call, 855-51-COACH. If you'd like to get started with that complimentary investor awareness guide, we'll make that easy for you and complimentary as well. You can simply just call that number and uh, leave your name and phone number and email and they'll shoot you out a PDF of that investor awareness guide. It's a great resource with a lot of good information in there uh, to kind of help you get started. But really, ultimately, you have to sit down and have a conversation with someone so that you do have that proper plan in place. This is The Financial Answer. More to come after this, 855-51-COACH. Fishing is an art. And any fisherman worth his salt knows the proper tools to land a whopper. You wouldn't take a cane pole to catch a bass, and unless you're just looking for a tranquil day on the boat, you probably wouldn't use shrimp for bait on the lake. The same can be said of your retirement. There are all sorts of financial products out there, and it's important to know which ones are the right fit for you. A random jumble of investments won't do you much good in retirement. Work with an advisor who knows how to fish. Who sees the art within? A well-crafted financial plan will go a long way toward making a successful retirement. Make sure you're putting the right tools in your portfolio. Get on the calendar today at O'Brien and Associates. 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH. No cost or obligation to get started, so reach out right now. 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH. Throughout history, people have relied on sensei, scholars, and philosophers for answers to difficult questions. Although we can't help you discover the meaning of life, we can help you sort through the numbers and figures in your financial plan. Keep listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Well, you're back here with us on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien of O'Brien and Associates. <laughs> I haven't done that in a long time, so I just thought I'd throw that out there at him. He is the uh, investor coach. He's your investor coach, your local investor coach, He as well as the uh, founder at O'Brien and Associates. He's a registered investment advisor, chartered retirement planning counselor, as well as a local smart investor pro with Dave Ramsey, uh, fly fisherman, uh, budding pilot. Oh, yeah. extraordinaire. Oh, fly fisherman extraordinaire. <laughs> Excuse me. I apologize. Budding greatly. pilot. Yeah, budding pilot. Would, would cooperate with me. <laughs> yeah, you just haven't been able to get there as much as you uh, like. Not huh? as much. Yeah, not as much as I like. Yeah, but it's uh, it's fun. I'm progressing. So oh, good. Getting That's closer. Good. That's always good. It well, is. if you've got questions about any of that stuff, but probably more than likely the good use of your time would be to talk about your retirement journey. Yes, Nathan can certainly help you there. <laughs> 855-51-COACH. Your number to call if you'd like to get yourself onto the calendar and come in and have a conversation. He's got an office in Jackson and Huntington, so it takes about an hour of your time to really just come in and sit down and have a conversation and see where you're at. And you may find that you uh, want to move forward with Nathan. You may not. That's okay either way. But uh, take advantage of the program here. Come in and have a conversation. 855-51-COACH. And maybe, not just maybe, let me redo that. It's not going to be maybe. It's going to be a definite that you want to bring your spouse 
because <laughs> that's true spousal disagreements <laughs> yeah. can happen no surely not <laughs> no i didn't know that when my wife and i never never argued no. <laughs> no no not at all so let's talk about spousal disagreements okay uh, yeah that's good good segment <laughs> on the financial side of things clearly that's always a hot topic right so yes, you know what are the two reasons that people get divorced it's either over sex or money right i mean <laughs> that's, that's, that's the two biggest reasons let's, that's true let's, we're gonna talk about the one we can talk we're about gonna talk about the one we can talk about on the air right <laughs> and that is huh, no it's it's the money so <laughs> so common conflicts so a lot of what you do sometimes nathan is help people get on the same page because it is yeah. they don't necessarily come in and i'm going to use this same since we since you brought it up i'm going to use the same example this week of, of talking about my wife being in the hospital so i'm telling her she needs to get up and walk more at, you know once she's been cleared to to yeah. help you know kind of get her body moving things healing yeah and of course i'm a big giant jerk for saying that but the doctor says it right and, and it's the best advice and it's the best ever. advice ever that's right and so kind of the same thing that's for right. you right so if a husband and wife yeah. are maybe having like one's trying to convince the other of something or vice versa <laughs> sometimes they need that mediator so let's they let's did, hit a couple yeah. of places for them and i imagine a lot of it can be over risk and i don't want to stereotype it is, yeah. but it is yeah. what it is typically uh, a lot of times females want to take less risk yeah, that's and true. males want to take more. That's um, true. I think that's kind of a common knowledge, but yeah. it, it could go either way. But that, is that usually a, a good argument place is risk? That is. And, you know, that's always a conversation piece that we'll have. And, you know, a lot of times, just like you were, you know, making the point is, you know, the wife will think they need to be more conservative and their plan actually calls for them to be more conservative. And those, you know, then she gives the, yeah. And so she gives a, you know, when I say they need to be more conservative, she gives them that look like, like I told, I you, told so, you so, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and all of that. So, uh, but risk is absolutely important to sure. understand and, you know, do that through standard deviation, not the term, you know, conservative or aggressive or whatever. Right, that tells that's you so nothing. arbitrary. Yeah, right. th that's true. So use standard deviation to understand risk in your portfolio and make sure that it fits your plans. And you, you've got to, just like we were saying in the last segment, Mark, you got to analyze your goals. Make sure that, you know, everything fits along the path that you're trying to, you know, of the goals that you're trying to accomplish. Right. And then don't take more risk than is necessary yeah. because you know it, it, that's why it's called risk you don't <laughs> have to get rewarded for that risk. very true very so. true and the conservative well, since you, it's such a general term the conservative mindset of a millionaire may be completely different than the conservative mindset of a hundred thousandaire that's right right <laughs> that's so true. they might be like they both may say they're conservative but what does that that's mean true. you know really yeah, the millionaire could probably true. stand to lose more than the hundred thousandaire yeah, so, in some cases yeah yeah so it's yeah. kind of an arbitrary kind of thing so so really, it's more about those specifics like you're mentioning, Nathan. Um, what about the age? Uh, is that usually sometimes an argument with the spouses is what age are we going to you know, retire that makes sense? Yeah, that's uh, that is a, a topic, you know, and a lot of times when people come in, they've kind of got a general idea of where, when they want to do that. Right. But, you know, um, especially if I see uh, arguments here, if one spouse is working a lot longer than the other so maybe say, there's a difference the, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah maybe there's a difference in the age and, why do and, you get to work they, you know or why yeah, retire exactly five right. years before so, me right so that's when you know the planning really comes in and helps to kind of settle that disagreement and say look it actually works out better if you do go ahead and work for the next four years or whatever right, right. and the and the other spouse can retire and all of this so you know it's just again it comes down to the planning and making sure that you you look at what your numbers are because yours are different don't 
don't just listen to your friends at work and your family. They, their numbers are not your numbers. Their retirement right. is not yours. So you've got to look at this for yourself and make sure you're making the right decisions. Well, you're listening to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. We're talking about spousal disagreements or maybe just spousal not on the same page uh, kind of topics, if you will. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and, you know, one of the many hats that you do have to wear is, you know, quasi. Yeah, I'm a marital counselor. Marital, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, because, you know, money's a big topic for you know, most people. Yes, it's kind of number one is. most of the time. And so you get on different pages, and that's okay. It's just a mm-hmm. matter of the sooner you can get on the same page, the faster you can kind of start to hopefully uh, leap these hurdles and get going to where you want to go. True. Uh, another big place is probably legacy. Um, how it much is. are we leaving yeah. to the kids? Yeah. Again, yeah. maybe one side wants to you know leave more, maybe not. Yeah, and uh, you know, most of the time people agree on this, but if you don't with your spouse, that doesn't mean that that there's something wrong there with your no. relationship. I right. see it all the time, so um, it is something that you know. A lot of times, people just tell me, "Look, if we leave the kids something, great. We want to spend it if you know and have fun and do these things with us. But if we leave the kids something, then you know that's fine. That's bonus, part of the, right? Yeah, the bonus deal there. But sometimes you will have one spouse that really feels positive about that. A lot of times, this is with second marriage and things Very you know true. maybe yeah. it's not maybe it's stepchildren that kind of stuff so that's where it's really it's really difficult to make sure that you you know that you address this that I address this on a way that is understanding from both sides yeah. okay and yeah. a lot of times it, you know trust come into play when you're doing this type of planning and and everything just to make sure things work out exactly like you want especially if it's your child or yeah. you know and, and your 401k but there's a lot that goes into this and just, you know, the thing that you've got to remember, your advisor cannot read your mind. Okay. No, so you got to communicate, right? You do yeah. have these conversations with your advisor and tell them what you want and let them work out the best way to fix that and accommodate that for your plan. That's, that's what it all comes down to. Don't try to hide things from your spouse or from your advisor, because that's right. what we're here for to help. Well, so. and I think that's a good point because communication is going to be key because let's be honest, even after 30 or 40 years of marriage, sometimes people just have a tough time communicating. That's right. And if you can't <laughs> communicate with your spouse about a specific topic, topic have that conversation with the advisor so that maybe they can break that ice they can break Mm -hmm. that wall a little bit and it kind of eases that uh, potential argument down the way because you do have to have uh, some common goals in these areas or you are going to have put yourself behind the eight ball when it comes to retirement legacy can be one again risk some of the things Mm -hmm. we've covered Mm -hmm. Uh, we touched on downsizing to a smaller home I want to touch on it real fast because it's a different standpoint here a lot of times again looking at it from the spousal side not necessarily from the financial side, I guess. Maybe it's more emotionally based here because Mm -hmm. maybe you've raised the kids, one person wants to stay, but at the same time, maybe not. I don't, you know. That's right. That's right. A lot of times that's the case. And and I'll see, especially, you know, and again, not stereotyping anybody, but a lot of times the women have that emotional attachment to the house, Sure. you know, because the kids and all, you know, grew up there and all these things, all these positive things that happened, all these great memories that happened. So they don't necessarily want to downsize. And that a lot of times kind of cancels that deal because when all of that is brought up, most of the time the husband's like, yeah, you know, I, I agree with that. I understand those things. And, you know, that's part of it. And and so that's, you know, part of the retirement plan is now to not downsize because of all these things. But again, right. you've got and to. And now you can plan have, accordingly as the advisor. That's right. right yeah. Again, that's right. You've got to have these things. And, it, and it, all of these things come down to just 
What do you want to do for your retirement? You've got to know that, you know. That might be a good um, question to have answered. Yeah. That's right. So it's it's ultimately what are your goals? What are you trying to accomplish with retirement? And then your advisor can help you. I can help you make sure that you can accomplish those things. And if you can't, I'll tell you why and tell you how you can accomplish those going forward. So it just ultimately all these things, these disagreements that people have typically are because they just have fear and uncertainty about the future. They don't yeah. know. They don't know what's going to happen. And we can help um, minimize that fear as go. much as possible. Yeah. Well, is, is a leadoff question sometimes that you have with people, Nathan? I'm not sure how you, what this is, but I'm just curious. Do you kind of just say, so tell me about your dream retirement? And just to see what they like to see what they say, to see if they're even yeah, close. I mean, one of my favorite questions to ask in this one always. <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny because I always get some of the craziest responses with this. But I'll say, why is money important to you? Okay. You know, that's one of the most They probably look at you questions. like you have a third head. They do. Right? Yeah, yeah. They're like, what are you talking about? That's, of course, you know, you know why money's important to me. I got to pay but, bills, right? But, you know, that's what it ultimately comes down to. People say those things first off. And then I'm like, okay, but but why do you even have to pay your bills? And so we just get into a deep conversation because of that. And it leads to them telling me what they're ultimately trying to accomplish, why they care about things. And it's it's never about money, okay? Right. It's almost always about family and relationships and things they can accomplish with those things throughout the rest of their life. That's what their goals are with retirement. But the way to start that conversation is – you know, why is money important to you? And, yeah. you know, get the silly look from them and then go from there. Well, because the money's so, a tool to accomplish the right. other things. It right. is. It is, absolutely. And everybody's different on what they're trying to do. Everybody's different on those goals they're trying to accomplish and why they're trying to right. accomplish that. It's the retirement hammer. It is. <laughs> you, need the mo- you need the money to hammer out that retirement idea. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, you know, so if you're having situations with your spouse where you're not on the same page, you know, obviously, if you're going to go in and sit down and talk with an advisor, uh, you know, the more you can have these conversations with your spouse ahead of time and be on the same page, it's certainly going to expedite the process a little bit, I would think. But don't let that be necessarily the reason you don't go see an advisor because they could help you work through those disagreements. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's important. And again, you know, for an advisor, you want to pay them for the plan. You don't want a plan that you're getting for free because, Guaranteed every time it's going to say buy life insurance, buy an annuity, buy some commission product at right, the end of that true. retirement plan. So so make sure that you are paying for the financial plan, no matter who you work with. And the cost is whatever it is. Talk with them, negotiate that, whatever. But right. pay for the plan and make sure that you're getting a, a an unbiased recommendation on what to do. Well, it's going to be, in most times, nine times out of ten, it's going to be less costly than you think it's going to be. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and it's certainly... Right. It certainly the benefits will outweigh those costs in the long run. So certainly something That's useful. True. Well, Nathan, if people want to get started with the Investor Awareness Guide, I've talked about it a couple times on the show. Just yeah. kind of give them a quick rundown of what, of what it is and how it might be helpful. It's a good place to start. Yeah. So this this last quarter of 2018, you know, we, we had a really rough, volatile market. Um, and a lot of people have a ton of questions are, you know, about – 
am I doing the right thing? Am I investing the right way? Am I making the right decisions for my financial future? Our investor awareness guide is absolutely designed to help you build that confidence, build that peace of mind, build that knowledge so you know that you're doing the right thing with investing. If you'd like to get a copy of that, it's complimentary. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. We can email that to you. We'll send you a hard copy as well if you would like. Just give us a call, 855-51-COACH. Let us know that you would like the investor awareness guide. We'll be glad to send it out to you and we'll just help you become a more confident investor through that, through the guide and through the knowledge that you're going to gain through that. Well, if you'd like to get your copy of the investor awareness guide, again, give them a call 855-51-COACH, 855-51-COACH. Leave your name, phone number, and email and they can get that sent out to you. Or if you'd like them to call you back and send you a hard copy, they can do that as well and get some more information from you. 855-51-COACH, your number to call. If you'd like to come in and just have a conversation with Nathan, get on the calendar, get on the appointment calendar to come in and talk about your own retirement journey. 855-51-COACH. He's a registered investment advisor with more than 16 or 17 years in the industry uh, (laughs) and been doing this for a while. So a great resource for you to tap into here in the Hub City. 855-51-COACH. More to come right after this. Do you ever get tired of your financial advisor giving you a sales pitch and calling it a plan? At O'Brien & Associates, we believe every client deserves a financial plan that's customized to their unique situation. That's why we keep you, and only you, in mind when crafting your portfolio. After all, it's not just your money at stake. We recognize your well-being is on the line. So come in for a visit. Let us help you develop, implement, and monitor a strategy that's designed to address your individual situation. To schedule an appointment, call your local investor coach, Nathan O'Brien, at 855-51-COACH. That's 855-512-6224. Or simply, 855-51-COACH. Did you know that your host, Nathan O'Brien, promises to put your interests first as a client? He wants to help you answer some of your toughest financial questions. Now, Shirley, you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. <laughs> Let's get back to the show. Well, we're cruising down the home stretch here today on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien of O'Brien & Associates. Had a good conversation, a good chat today about the various things we talk about when it comes to the world of investing, finance, and retirement. Nathan is your local investor coach here with more than 16, 15, 16, 17 years of experience in the uh, industry uh, right here in the Hub City. He's a registered investment advisor, a chartered retirement planning counselor, as well as a local smart investor pro with Dave Ramsey. So give him a jingle. If you've got questions or concerns, he's here to help. 855-51-COACH. What did I say? Something funny? No, I'm just going to clarify this here for the for the years of experience here so everybody knows. I so know. I always forget I how opened, long you've been doing it. I opened my office in 2003. I've been in the financial services industry since 2003. But oh, that's, I out of, okay. that's right. I worked out of my house a couple of years before that. Okay. So, you know, that's why Mark is always throwing out these I never things. I can so never remember. So I did. I, I've been, let's just say 2003. Okay? okay. I've been in there longer, but but still, 2003. Well, that works. That's, the, that's a good starting that's point. That's 16 years. <laughs> that's, that's good. Right. All right. Right. So, yeah. So let's clarify that for all well, of you, our I listeners. guess you've been doing, you in the, in the industry, I guess, probably more like 20, I guess. 
but yeah, we'll call it 16. Yeah, yeah. So, well, With I graduated your own in 2000, basically got in right, six months right, after yeah, that. So, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, it's it's been a good ride. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right, so I'll remember 16. I'll put a note on here, 16. We're in 2019, <laughs> it's 16. That's right. I have my little note of things to cover, and, uh, and I didn't update that for the new year. <laughs> Speaking of which, like, February's around the corner. Like, what the heck? I know, it's here. January's gone, yeah. It's, I mean, uh, like, pretty what, much. Yeah, it's just holy moly. Every I time know. we turn around, there's something. As we get older, man, it just goes faster and faster. It's just I don't, I don't zinging on by. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Hey, let me ask you a question. Good idea yeah. or bad idea? Okay. Using target date funds and your 401k so that you don't have to worry about making changes to your investments, which I guess we would call <laughs> okay. rebalancing, right? Yeah. Good yeah, idea? So. Bad idea? Well, for most people, yeah, it's a, it's okay. It's a good idea for <laughs> it's most an people. Okay idea. Yeah. I mean, you know, the target date funds, all, all of them that I've ever seen are so heavily allocated in large caps. Okay. Okay. They, they have no diversification, but the caveat is most everybody is anyway. Okay. When I look at their 401k allocations, that's the way everybody is. So yes, it does make it easier to buy a target date fund. It has a little bit of diversification in it. Most of them have some, they have a little small caps, have a little bit of international. So it's typically a little better than the average investor. Okay. It's still not great. (laughs) You can do a lot better than that. You know, a lot of one of the things that we do is just help people make sure that they have their 401k allocated right and and review that. But target date funds are a good start in the right direction. Okay. Okay. So don't write them off as, you know, completely wrong and false and all that. Start there and then grow with your knowledge and and that's understand what you need to do. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good point. All right, well, yeah. that was just something I had come across. I wanted to ask your opinion on that Man, because those they are, are so popular. They, well, I mean, they're easy, yeah. right? I mean, they are. We, yeah. we take a job. We're we're busy trying to learn the job or whatever the <laughs> case is, and it's just like, oh, I plan on retiring in twenty forty five, and so <laughs> boom, true. I pick that one and yeah, and you rock and roll. So, and that's the creation. I'm sure that was. Behind let me it. explain why it's a problem. Okay, okay. Uh, because the last three years large caps large cap us has done better than pretty much any other asset class out there looking at indexes okay so you're heavily weighted in large caps in that target date fund so um, you see that and you look at you know maybe other asset classes diversification and think okay i'm doing better in my target date fund than i'm doing anywhere else so i'm going to allocate heavier in that out in that target date fund well markets go through cycles Okay, so large caps had their run. Probably it's over with. Okay, I don't know. I can't see the future, but right. looking historically, Cyclically. they don't. Yeah, they they don't have long time frames where large caps perform the best. Okay, so looking forward over the next five years, the target date's probably not going to do as good. So that is going to help. That's going to cause, not help, it's going to cause people to be really emotionally unhappy with those target date funds probably if large caps don't do as well over the next five years. So, you know, have a plan, make sure that that target date fits into your plan, okay, and is is considered as part of the plan, and don't just rely on your gut to, to make those decisions. You've got to have some good you got to have an advisor that helps you make these decisions going forward. Yeah. Well, good, good advice here on the program. This is the Financial Answer. We were discussing target date funds a little bit. If you've got questions or concerns about your own target date funds, you want to bounce some things off of Nathan, give him a call, get on the calendar, come in for a consultation, 855-51-COACH. 
855-51-COACH. All right, got some email questions for you, bud. All right. Uh, Jack's got a question for you. Jack's been listening to the show, he says, for about the last year. And he says, I'm reaching out now to ask you a question, Nathan. I'm retiring in three years, and I have almost a million in my 401k. Congratulations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I also have an about 60000 in consumer debt between credit cards, car loans, things of that nature. Mm, okay. So he wants to know, he says, Nathan, is it worth taking money out of the 401k now while I'm still working to get the debt paid off? Yeah, so a good, really good question. And congratulations on saving so well, Jack. Yeah. You've done a good job, it sounds like, there. Um, I don't want pretty much anybody to retire with the consumer debt that you're talking about, the credit cards, the car loans, things like that. So um, it may be a good idea to go ahead and pull that out and pay off that debt. Um, you know, as long as you qualify where there's no penalties and all, I don't, don't know how old you are. So, you know, if you're over 55, then you can pull money out of a 401k with Without having to pay the 10% penalty, you can you can take care of that just paying the taxes on that. So there's a lot of things to consider if you're if you're close to taking Social Security and under full retirement age, then you don't want to maybe pull that chunk of money out at one time because it can cause some penalties with Social <laughs> Security. So there's a lot of things, Jack, to look at. Be sure that you don't use this as advice. Okay, right, please make right. sure that that you speak to your own advisor about this, someone that knows your situation. Sure. But, um, Great question, and yes, do not, if you can help it and it works out good for your plan, don't retire with debt for credit cards and car loans and things like that because all of that, um, especially credit cards, I mean, with interest rates going up like yeah. they are, the Federal Reserve raising it, it's nothing to see those jump by 10 percentage points in a, a six-month time frame yeah, so, yeah. for your interest. So be careful with that, Jack. Well, great question, Jack. Thank you so much. Again, please double-check with your own advisor before you take any action. If you do not have an advisor and you want to talk with Nathan, again, sit down and have a full-on conversation before you take any action <laughs> uh, because, again, we're here on the radio and talking in, talking in generality. So yeah. great question, though. 855 51 Coach, 855-51-COACH, your number to call. All right, uh, another question here. Time-wise, I think we can squeeze in maybe two more. We'll see. Uh, okay. question from Ross. Ross says, Nathan, my mom passed away two years ago, and my three sisters and I have inherited her house. I've always okay. wanted to sell it myself, and the girls are just now coming around to the idea. Here's their concern, Nathan. Uh, they're worried about tax implications of selling the house. Ross says, I keep telling them that I don't think it's really going to hurt us from a tax perspective, but honestly, I can't explain why. <laughs> Could you maybe help? Yeah, Ross, that's a great question, and that's kind of a, a good situation to be in. If everybody's on the same page and are wanting to sell it, then that's good. That's going to make things work more smoothly. So you are correct, Ross, with the tax implications. There's probably not going to be much of a tax on this. The capital gain is going to be calculated from the date of your mother's passing until the time that you sell it. So any gains that the value have has had of the of the not the account, but of the house since that time, um, will be taxed at a 15, possibly 20% rate, uh, depending on how much the gain is. So, you know, that's one thing to consider. It's going to be at a lower tax rate than typically you're going to see for those type of gains uh, anywhere else. Um, it's good to, you know, consider this, check it out, see what the values are going to be, talk to your accountant for sure, make sure that, you know, they, they look at this. But you have the right perspective here that the, the tax is not going to be a huge issue, I don't feel like. Um, so definitely check it out. And uh, if you would like some help with that, give us a call uh, or go to InvestorCoach.net. We'd love to talk with you and just make sure that you guys are doing the right thing. 
Yeah, absolutely. Good question. Good questions this week around from uh, from several of the folks that we've had them come in. If you've got those questions or concerns, well, you know what to do. Give Nathan a call. Come in and have a one-on-one so you can really dive into the specifics and the nitty-gritty uh, more than we can do just here on the air. 855-51-COACH. That's 855-51-COACH. And good luck, Ross, to you and your sisters with that information. So hopefully that'll help you out. And uh, the final one this week is from Miss Janice. And she says, Nathan, my husband and I have met with a couple of different financial advisors. We've heard you say that numerous times on the radio so we've talked to a couple and both seem like they really only want to talk to him and i'm just kind of a bystander (laughs) that's a bad move guys so miss janice says so what do i need to do to show them that i'm an important part of this conversation as well yeah janice you shouldn't have to show them exactly yeah you need to sit down uh, with your husband and and if you haven't already and just have this conversation tell them what you're feeling like and how they're making you feel and find an advisor that you know brings you in on the conversation that's important that's so important because the odds of him passing away before you i I would assume you know statistically anyway are much higher and so you're going to be left with that advisor working together throughout the remainder of your life once he passes and so you've got to have that good relationship there you need to have that you need to have that trust and feel like the advisor is working for you and your husband. So, um, you know, just find that one, you know, get out there and and uh, interview as many as you have to, because it's an important decision. So great, great question, Janice. Thank you for that. And I don't think I've talked to you. So give us a call if you'd like to, <laughs> 855-51-COACH. I, I don't know. I don't remember I would assume, if I, I would have, assume that if she if probably you did, not. she didn't email you, <laughs> yeah. but... But look, hey, if, if folks want to come in, Nathan, and, and sit down and have a conversation, kind of just give us a quick overview of what it does look like for them. Yeah, so again, we're just going to have a conversation. There's really no set uh, parameters that we'll go through. We're just going to talk and see what your goals are, what you're trying to accomplish, what you've done in the past, and some things that you know you want some help with going forward. And it's really laid back. And so it's something that uh, we just enjoy spending time with, with and meeting new people. So typically lasts anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour it is complimentary doesn't cost you a dime just a little bit of your time and i think you will find it very helpful very enjoyable and then if we go from there we will explain the whole process on how we would work together so that's a free meeting all you have to do is give us a call, 855-51-COACH. And again, that number, 855-51-COACH, 855-512-6224. But so much easier just to remember or jot down, 855-51-COACH. And I haven't said this for a while. My daughter heard the bloopers of this that my staff put together. And so if you've got a pen, pencil, crayon, eyeliner, ketchup packet, whatever's <laughs> handy, write that number down and give Nathan a call. And she got a giggle out of that because the ketchup packet thing is real. Many, many years ago, I worked someplace <laughs> and a guy turned in an application written in ketchup because it was all he had to oh, use. Oh, wow. True story. So there's some interesting <laughs> folks out there in the world. Oh, but if you want to definitely talk about your retirement situation, if you got some questions like Jack or Ross or Janice, really good questions this week on the show, come in and talk with Nathan one-on-one. As he mentioned, it's a very easy laid-back process. Uh, have that conversation and then decide if you want to move forward from there. So really, only thing it's called costing you right off the bat is about an hour of your time and maybe a smile. So give them a jingle. Come on in. 855-51-COACH. 855-51-COACH. This has been the Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, and we appreciate your time as always. Nathan, buddy, thanks for being here, my friend. Thank you. Have a good week, my friend. Absolutely. We'll do it all again next time here on the Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. 